brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome in Lineup Logic fans to the February 8th edition of the Fantasy Fast Break. This is your host, Kwafo Adakwa, coming at you as we get close to the NBA All-Star break. Uh, wanted to get you a podcast as we like to do for the Friday slate. Uh, I'm going to try a little bit of a different thing here. Uh, you know, there's a lot of places uh, on the web where you can go uh, game by game and find uh, different um takes on players and whatnot. So we're going to give you, uh, going through the eight games on the Friday slate, we're going to give you a little bit different feel to it uh, where we just ask uh, one or two key questions that you want to think about as you're building your rosters because there's so much information. And, again, I'm trying to get you guys uh, some content that I think would be useful um, and uh, kind of teach you what I'm thinking about as I'm looking to build these lineups. So we'll try something new. Again, if uh, if you don't like it, please Get at me. I'm at Spartanzilla on Twitter uh, and then the same in our lineup logic community. So let me know if you don't like this change to the podcast format. But just uh, as I've talked about last week, trying to figure out different ways, kind of keep uh, the listenership engaged and uh, enthused in it. Um, as I like to start the podcast always uh, for $10 a month, you can join the fun and frivolity of the lineup logic community. Uh, patreon.com slash lineup logic. It's going to get you access to the Slack chat where all the fun uh, activities happen. It's going to get you access to cheat sheets. Uh, baseball's around the corner, and a lot, a lot of people are antsy for that. Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting here soon. So we'll have sheets, um, cheat sheets talking about the DFS landscape for uh, both DraftKings and FanDuel for MLB. Uh, obviously, on a daily basis, uh, Jeremy and uh, Spectre and myself try to get you NBA cheat sheets. There's cheat sheets for MBA or for the um, uh, PGA, uh, cheat sheets for MMA uh, during the NFL season. Obviously, there's cheat sheets and there's tools uh, for all the sports as well. I know Jeremy does a fine job, uh, fantastic job, I should say, 
uh, with the NBA cheats for those that are members of the community. So again, ten dollars a month, patreon.com slash lineup logic. Uh check it out and uh hope you enjoy it. As we do uh, on this podcast, we'll go through uh, injuries, go through some notes across the association. We'll do the key questions from each of the eight games on the slate. And this part won't change. I will build a lineup for DraftKings, and I will build a lineup for FanDuel. So we'll see how that works, and we'll see uh, uh, how you all like it there. So please make sure you get at me and uh, let me know if you like a little bit of the format change we've got here going on. So. Uh, with it being uh, trade deadline day that has come and gone, and so now we're into the buyout market in the NBA. So a lot of um, veterans and uh, younger players that uh, aren't going to fit the needs of some teams um, are going through that process right now. Um, so we'll see how these rosters uh, end up looking. But today was rather uneventful. You know, there's all the news about Anthony Davis, and he ends up staying on the Pelicans, and it looks like they're not going to sit him. He's going to actually um, – you know, play out the rest of the season and they'll roll the dice that he doesn't get hurt and uh, try to reevaluate trade stuff in the, uh, the off season. So uh, Davis is uh, a part of uh, our discussion and narrative here uh, on the Friday slate. I'm also looking at other notes around the association. Otto Porter going over to Chicago will be interesting to see how he integrates in Jim Boylan's system. Uh, not really sure what Chicago was thinking with this one, but uh, there you have it. They kind of get Washington out of a bad deal. Uh, we've got Harrison Barnes going to Sacramento, and the Kings are going kind of all in for it, which you like to see. Uh, they're going to try to make the playoffs, so uh, kudos to them. Harrison Barnes, a nice addition to them. Uh, Tobias Harris uh, to create the East Coast lineup of death uh, with the 76ers, so he should be making his debut on Friday night. Uh, so we'll like to see what happens with him and his integration into uh, the Philadelphia 76ers offense. This should be fun to watch. Tyler Johnson taking over point guard duties, I saw, for the Phoenix Suns. So he made his way from Miami over to Phoenix in the, the deadline activity. Uh, Nikola um, Miritich uh, leaving New Orleans, uh, part of the exodus there, and uh, going to Milwaukee. So he's going to make them instantly better. Uh, the East uh, getting really rough and tough, and I like it as a as a guy who's a you know East Coast basketball kind of uh, watcher. It's it's good to see the East uh, rising again and uh, maybe make a, some uh, competition for uh, Golden State in the NBA Finals this year. Uh, the big deal, uh, or one of the two big deals that happened actually today, Marcus All going to Toronto, so uh, really solidifying Toronto's defense. Uh, he will be one to watch for um, as we go forward. Uh, for DFS purposes, you know, usage probably going to go down from where it was in Memphis, but still uh, will be a viable component for DFS rosters once he gets in there and gets integrated into what Nick Nurse is trying to do up in Toronto. So very good to see Gasol moving on and Toronto also going for it. So you get, you know, Toronto, Philly, Milwaukee, uh, all trying to go for it. And obviously Boston's still in the mix. I just saw them take uh take uh, the L on the last second shot from their favorite son there, Rajon Rondo. So uh very competitive in the East. The Eastern Conference playoffs should be very fun. Uh last big deal uh uh to be mindful of Markel Fultz uh leaving the seventy sixers and uh going down to Orlando. So we'll see what that means uh for his career. He needed to get out of Philly. Um 
you know, uh, I don't know if he's going to be relevant for DFS with only, you know, 25 games or so left uh, on the slate. So we will see uh, what the, if the shoulder ends up healing and if he becomes viable, it's a good place for him to go in Orlando. Uh, he's going to get some run and maybe if anywhere they can salvage their career, uh, it's probably going to be it in Orlando with not a lot of pressure for him there. Um, moving on to injuries, uh, there's several across the association that will impact the Friday night slate. Uh, Karis Levert, uh, coming back after the long injury, he's probable with a minutes limit. Uh, so, uh, probably not usable in this first game back, but, uh, we'll see how he integrates into the, uh, the very, uh, frisky Brooklyn Nets thing. Uh, Seti Osmond from Cleveland, uh, to the extent anyone was using him, he's out. Uh, Zach Levine's probable. Gary Harris is already officially ruled out from the Nuggets. Paul Millsap is questionable. Devin Booker, questionable. TJ Warren already ruled out. Elf Payton also ruled out. The process, Joel Embiid under the weather. So uh, he's questionable, but uh, he's probably likely to play. Luka Doncic, also questionable. Kevin Love, a name we haven't heard most of the season, and I'm a, a name I'm not really sure why he would be coming back, but He's questionable, so he may uh, see some run on Friday. Uh, captain of one of the All-Star teams, Giannis Antetokounmpo, is uh, probable. Uh, the knee. Chris Middleton, uh, load management, which is this new thing in the NBA. Looks like he's going to be um, out on uh, Friday, so it's impactful for the slate, obviously. Uh, Ish Smith on the Pistons, probable, so that uh, impacts a little bit of the activity on Friday. And then Bobby Portis. New look Bobby Portis uh, over on the Washington Wizards. Uh, he is questionable for Friday. So that's kind of a, a quick rundown of key injuries I see for the DFS landscape. So do with that what you will. As you know, this is uh, taped the night before. So uh, you will have to be mindful all throughout the day to figure out where a, a lot of these players lie. So we're doing the best we can with the information we have now. Um, and trying to get you that uh, new those news and notes um, from the association. So let us go down to uh, game by game. And again, we're not going to break it down. We want to change up a little bit. I'm going to give you key things to look for in each of the eight games on the Friday slate. And uh, let's see uh, see if you like this format change. So we'll start in Philly. New look 76ers. Uh, hosting the Nuggets, there is no line in this. I think, obviously, the health of Embiid, the health of Millsap is uh, kind of why we don't have a line in that Denver-Philly game. Um, if I'm looking at two things to look for, obviously, in this game, Embiid's health. Uh, if he doesn't go, uh, opens up uh, Jokic time uh, for Denver. Very uh, robust uh uh, player for, you know, two all-star centers going at it. So you want to see Embiid play, but if he doesn't go, Jokic to me is a lock and load in this one. Other thing, obviously, we want to be mindful of is what role does Tobias Harris ultimately have now uh, in this starting five? Uh, you know, Redick is back, so they will have their full their full arsenal going on display. So you want to see what happens there. Uh, any of the pieces uh, on that starting five, uh, maybe with the exception of Harris, just because I want to see what he does. But any of the other pieces on the starting five, probably good to go uh, in this matchup. Um, and as I mentioned on the Denver side, the key question is uh, the health of um, Mr. Millsap. 
you know, you have Jokic in there. You have uh, Plumlee, Morris, Murray, all players that you could use. But key question is health of Embiid and the health of Millsap. Those are the two things that we want to look for in this one uh, in a game that, if I had to guess it, would probably be somewhere in the 220s is probably where that total will land. Moving on to Cleveland, Washington. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, Washington is a 10-point favorite, and it's a 220-and-a-half over-under. Um, these are two bad teams right now. I know Washington got out from under the bad deal without a porter, as I mentioned, um, but they're a bad team. I mean, there's there's probably some value to be had with guys like Sadoransky and uh, whatnot, but um, – and, and Brad Beal is always a play you can use. Bradley Beal always a play you can use. But key question is uh, here, what happens with Kevin Love? Um, if he comes back, you know, is he uh, a usable piece? Probably not in that first game back. I'm not a guy that likes to use uh, the folks coming off of injury. Um, could be some value with a guy like Jordan Clarkson. But key question there is the health of Kevin Love and what that does to Cleveland. Um, looking at Washington, how they integrate some of these new parts and pieces. Is Brad Beal become the go-to man? Um, yeah, he really is, you know, with the the now uh, going to be full year missing of John Wall. It looks like they're going to build around Brad Beal. Um, and, uh, you know, they've got these different parts and pieces now on the team. So the key question is uh, what does what happens with Bradley Beal? Uh, Usage-wise, he's 8,800 on DraftKings um, at a position um, uh, at shooting guard that you could, you know, probably go some other way. So um, I don't feel, like, compelled to use um, Brad Beal in this matchup. So uh, for me, the key question is, why would you use uh, (laughs) Wizards or or Cavs in this one? So uh, let's move on to uh, my neck of the woods. The Pistons are hosting the Knicks in a game that just was played uh, a couple days ago. Uh, 206 is the over-under. Detroit is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, key question here is, again, the integration of all the players uh, that came over from the Dallas deal um, for the Knicks. And so a question is, you know, do you go with DSJ, uh, this Dennis Smith Jr., for those that are initiated with the acronyms? Um, or uh, DeAndre Jordan in this matchup? Um, and uh, do you run the risk of trying to figure out uh, Coach Fisdale's uh, lineups and matchups? I uh, feel like there could be value here in New York, but um, your guess is as good as mine as to where that value is really going to come in at. Um, you know, um, Trey Burke is gone. Frankie Nicotine is is you know on the shelf. Moutier is still on the shelf. So from a point guard's perspective, DSJ is going to get a lot of run. So key question is: Do you think for his price point on, on DraftKings he's uh, fifty eight hundred? You think he's worth it? If so, in this matchup, I think you you go with it and um, maybe hold off on on using other Knicks players just because uh, it's hard to get a read on the rotations for the Knicks. For Detroit, uh, you have the all-star in Blake Griffin. Um, I like him in this matchup. Again, this matchup was just played. Uh, Griffin uh, is having a career year. Um, you can't go wrong with him. And when I give you uh, my core plays, which I will do as well before we get in the lineup build, 
um, uh, Mr. Griffin is a part of it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a low total. The key question is, um, uh, I think Detroit is not a team, even against the Knicks, Detroit's not a team that's blowing anybody out these days. So I like Griffin to get, you know, 35 minutes or so. Um, and at his price point, uh, especially on DraftKings at 8,900, uh, sign me up for Blake Griffin. He's just played really well. So uh, key question is, if you think this game is close, then uh, go with um, go with Mr. Blake. Reggie Jackson has reemerged as well, but um, yeah, Blake is is kind of the guy really uh, really honing in on in this New York Detroit matchup. Moving on to Chicago, uh, going to Brooklyn to take on those Nets as I mentioned. Two twenty three and a half is the over under. Brooklyn's eight and a half point favorite. Um, the Bulls, what do you do with Otto Porter and what does he do to rotations and, uh, you know, probably going to be inserted in the starting lineup. Uh, what does Boylan want to do with him? It's a key question you need to answer to determine whether or not uh, you go here. For me, um, I, you know, it's going to be a wait and see approach. I wouldn't use Otto Porter on, uh, Friday night, even in this matchup against Brooklyn. Uh, what I might do instead is use some of the other parts of this uh, Chicago lineup. So your Chris Dunn's and Laurie Markinen's of the world. And uh, depending on Zach Levine's health, I might use them because I do think it's going to be a pace up matchup with Brooklyn. I think there'll be points scored and Vegas likes to, to see that as well. Um, so I believe that the Chicago uh, team uh, can keep it relatively close with the Nets and so I think there's a lot of pieces there. So that's a question you want to ask yourself. Can Chicago keep it close with the Nets? Uh, question uh, on the Brooklyn side is, how do they integrate Karis LeVert? He's probably not going to be too impactful to a guy like D'Angelo Russell just yet. And obviously Spencer Dinwiddie's still on the shelf there for um, Brooklyn. So it's still the D'Angelo Russell show for a little bit longer. So uh, you can go ahead and deploy him. Um any other other pieces from the Nets, you know, um, Shabazz Napier uh, kind of as a thing. On DK, he's relatively priced, but uh, for me, uh, I really just, uh, on the Nets side of the ball, really just looking at D'Angelo Russell. And the question is, again, what does Levert do to the lineup? And you're probably not going to know that for another week to 10 days. But for Friday, uh, Russell's probably the way to go on Brooklyn and if you can figure that out, um, you you should be should be pretty good. Uh, moving on, Milwaukee is going to Dallas to take on the Mavs. Two twenty three uh, is the total. Milwaukee is an eight point favorite. Um, you know, questions here. Uh, where does the usage go in the absence of Middleton? Well, we know it goes to Giannis. We know it goes to Bledsoe. And obviously, Brogdon is elevated. So those are the three things to be mind, three players to be mindful of in this matchup against the Mavs on the road. Uh, any of those three guys are viable um, for the Friday night slate. So in the absence of Middleton, where's the usage go? That's that's what you want to ask yourself, and easily you can run those queries um, for Dallas. Uh, you know, obviously, the question. Will Luca play? It looks like he probably will. So if he does go, um, where would one like to go here um, beyond Luca? Um, and I think 
Tim Hardaway Jr. is uh, uh, a play that is very viable. He had about 24 minutes in the last matchup, in his first matchup there with Dallas. Um, Really no one to push him at the position right now. So uh, like him a lot in this matchup. Um, You know, some of the front court pieces and Powell and Klebler, um, you know, both those guys are decent in what should be a bit of a pace up game between these two, but um, Luca and THJ are really the the, the ways uh, in which um, I would like to attack this Dallas side of the ball for the Friday night slate. We'll move on to the Valley of the Rising Sun, Golden State at Phoenix. Uh, no line in this one. Uh, looking at, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Devin Booker's health and obviously TJ Warren is now officially out. So that's probably, we're waiting to see what happens with Booker. So obviously that is one key question, the health of Devin Booker. Uh, the other key question is, do you think this will be a blowout? If this is a blowout, then, um, Golden State, uh, you know, obviously is probably the, <laughs> the team doing the blowing out, I would imagine. And, uh, you know, with Boogie Cousins back, and inserted in the lineup, it is very um, tricky to figure out um, uh, what that does. Actually, it's not not too tricky, but it's it's been very difficult to really rely on guys like Kevin Durant to you know exceed the value. And the price has come down on Durant. He's only ninety one hundred, so I think the sites are reflecting um, the fact that there's more miles of feed with Boogie back in the lineup. So um, the Golden State pieces are fine, but I, I, I don't know that I would stack up a bunch of Golden State pieces just because uh, it seems like it's a, uh, you know, take turn. One day it's Clay, one day it's Steph, one day it's KD. Um, Draymond has been a pretty solid and steady force uh, for DFS purposes um, for Golden State. But realistically, uh, unless you think this game is close, it's going to be a little tricky to put a bunch of uh, Golden State pieces on it. Um, Booker on the other side for Phoenix is a key question. If he goes, um, don't like um, as many Phoenix parts, but if he does not go, guys like Tyler Johnson, Kelly Oubre, Josh Jackson, who's come like on like a house of cards and a house of fire here uh, lately, uh, are other um, pieces to look at in the absence of uh, one Devin Booker. So, um, Got to ask yourself, if the game can stay close, then uh, this is, could be pretty viable. If it's going to be a blowout, uh, you may want to stay away from uh, some Suns players. So We'll move on. Minnesota at New Orleans. Again, no line here in this one as well. Probably just awaiting to see what happens with Anthony Davis, and that is the key question from this game. Will Davis be back in and integrated in the lineup? Uh how is he going to work with the teammates that he's basically shunned and said, you know, I want to play somewhere else, uh, that somewhere else being Los Angeles, uh, basically. Um, it will be very fascinating to see how it works. Obviously, he's one of the top five talents in the league, um, but it will just be interesting what to see what the coaching staff wants to do with him. So that's a key question on New Orleans. Obviously, if Davis goes, that takes a hit for Drew Holiday, although with Miritich now gone, um, you know, that balances out some of the usage. So, um, uh, Drew, uh, you know, pretty safe floor, 
Uh, but the ceiling is capped, obviously. Uh, I think if uh, if Anthony comes back, um, Julius Randle played off the bench, so he's um, you know he's uh, a piece that you can use here. But New Orleans just is it's just an interesting squad. Um, you know, some of these uh, guys like Okafor and Williams that were things obviously in Davis's absence probably get relegated back a little bit. Um, uh, to the extent uh, Davis comes back to play, so Davis is the key question there. Um, on the Minnesota side of the ball, um, really, uh, it looks like Jerry Bayless got hurt uh, tonight, uh, so he's going to be questionable um, for tomorrow's matchup, and it's a back-to-back. Um, so figuring out what they do at point guard, if Jeff T comes back, probably the key question there. You can always go with Cat. You can always go with uh, Wiggins kind of on this new coaching regime. I just am not in love with a lot of the Minnesota players, so I don't – um, run to roster them, you know, cat pretty safe floor at about, you know, 40 fantasy points, no matter who he plays these days. But, um, you know, I find that on a, on a slate like this with eight games, you probably can go other ways. You don't have to feel like you got to put cat in your lineup and, and, you know, go from there. So, um, it's really where it stops and starts in the Minnesota New Orleans game. So we'll move on to the final game of the night. The Miami Heat are at the Sacramento Kings, so they'll be up in Northern California. Over/under is two eighteen and a half. Sacramento is two and a half point home favorites there. Key question you want to ask here is how does Harrison Barnes integrate into the new look Sacramento Kings? Obviously, they got rid of a guy like Amon Shumpert, uh, so that might help smooth out rotations a little bit. Um, Sacramento's just a really good team. They're a fun league pass game, uh, league pass uh, team to watch when they're playing. Um, they get after it. Aaron Fox has kind of leveled off a little bit, but uh, this may be a, a nice matchup for him. You know, Miami, a little bit slower in pace uh, than Sacramento likes to play, but, um, uh, you know, figuring out what Harrison Barnes does in this first game will be key. Um He's, he's a consummate professional. I mean, I watched some of that game, uh, his last game in Dallas, where you know it was announced that he was traded. Basically, through through the crowd, people knew, and I, I think he knew obviously that he was traded. But he kind of sat there, and, and it really showed some class and not uh, throwing a fit and, and going wild. And so, uh, uh, played it like a pro. Uh, he's, a, he's a champion, obviously, with the Warriors. Um, he's going to be a really good addition to Sacramento, and I really think they're going to end up making the playoffs. So. Key question for me is uh, how do you integrate uh, Harrison Barnes in the mix? It's actually if you if you think that he's gonna you know fit right in nicely, he's at a really nice price on DraftKings at fifty two hundred. So um, and he can do a lot of things. He's not just scoring dependent. So uh, definitely like him a lot um, for the Friday night slate on the Miami side of the ball. Getting rid of Tyler Johnson helps a little bit. Obviously, Wayne Ellington's now gone. So some of that backlog with some of these, you know, duplicative players Miami has is kind of relieved. Um, so uh, where does the usage go? Uh, probably a spot like Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow as well. Uh, usage uh, usage increase with uh, 
the removal of Tyler Johnson and uh, guys like Wayne Ellington in the backcourt. Dwayne Wade still on the uh, the farewell tour. Uh, he's only at 5K on DraftKings, also a play there. So uh, figuring out um, and running some queries will be key to figure out um, where uh, Miami uh, usage goes. Uh, it's really uh, Richardson and Winslow. Uh, Whiteside has a favorable matchup with Colley Stein, but Whiteside is such a space cadet in terms of uh, his play and his motor and, and whether or not he's actually going to be performing. So um, he's one that uh, 6,800, you can look his way, but just uh, buyer beware on that one. Okay, so that is uh, a little bit change. Some some uh, game by game, but just kind of more with key questions to look at that. If I'm looking for both sites, uh, my core players for um, the Friday night slate would be as follows. I like Marvin Bagley a lot in that Sacramento game. Uh, he has really come on of late. So I, I want to get some exposure to Bagley. Laurie Markinen from Chicago, also part of my core uh, in, a, in a matchup with Brooklyn. Uh, he has also uh, been uh, in very good recent form. We talked about him, and it's not just my bias being a Pistons guy, but Blake Griffin, I want a lot of shares of Blake Griffin uh, in my core. And then also from Chicago, going back to that game, give me Chris Dunn as a, as a part of my core as well. So now Bagley, Markman, Blake, and Dunn, kind of my four core plays um, for uh, Friday night. And with that, and with that core in mind, let's try to build a lineup on both sites. And we'll start with DraftKings. So I think I can build around that core. And let's do that. So we want to get we want to get marketing in. And we want to get done in and Bagley in. We'll put him at center. And then we go Blake. So we got Markinen, Bagley, done, Blake. Okay, and then let's see. Oh, here's a guy I want to play. Talked about him a little bit. Phoenix, because I think Booker may actually sit. So I'm going to get Josh Jackson in here. Put him in my utility spot. Leaves me with 51.66 left. So I'm actually going to do something else. I was playing with earlier. I'm going to go to this guy also in that game because I think he has decent talent and he's going to get every opportunity to uh, to show his wares. I'm going to put Tyler Johnson. You join the squad and point guard. So put him in there. Leaves me 5,600. And so let's just live dangerously and stack the Phoenix side of that Golden State Phoenix thing. And let's, let's go with Kelly Oubre. Because he's been performing very well of late, and he's um pretty pretty safe pick at small four, and he's only fifty nine hundred on DK, so leaves me fifty three hundred. And there's a guy I'm looking for. I've got a guard spot to fill. There's a guy I'm looking for. We talked about him ever so briefly. Yeah, I think he's gonna fit right nicely. Yep, 
Tim Hardaway Jr. from the new look Dallas Mavs. 4900 leaves me $400 left. So let's run through this DK lineup. It's very balanced, doesn't have too many stars in it, but I think this could serve you well on Friday. I've got Tyler Johnson at point. Uh, got Chris Dunn from the Bulls at shooting guard, Kelly Oubre Jr. at small forward, Blake Griffin at the power forward, Marvin Bagley manning the center position, Tim Hardaway Jr. at guard, Laurie Markinen at forward, and Josh Jackson from the Suns and utility. $400 left. Like that lineup. We're going to go ahead and put that in a tournament or two right now. So we go ahead and do that. Boom. All right. Let's go to... FanDuel, and let's see what we can do on the duel. All right, let's see if we can get that core uh, in here. So let's go. Let's go with Dunn at point, Blake at power forward. Let's see, Larry. So we have a little bit of problem here because we can't roster so many power forwards. But I'm gonna put Laurie in and see how that works at power forward. Uh, so we got Dunn, Blake, Laurie. Uh, so I can't really play Bagley here. Oh, but you know what I want to do? Let's do this. We talked about him just a second ago. The Suns up tempo is getting a new look, new lease on life. Let's see. Let's see where you are, sir. Uh, Tyler Johnson, let's go my point guard spot. Boom. Okay, so now I've got to fill out the rest of this roster. Um, I've got 6,400 a player. So let's let's start working this. Uh, let me go with a center spot. Save a little money here. Uh, so I don't think he has anyone to match up against him on the other side. Let's go Brooke Lopez from Milwaukee. Put him in there at center. All right. Sixty, still about sixty-four hundred dollars left. Plenty of money to play with. Let's see here. Mm, Tim Hardaway Jr. six on this site. Let's go with Wiggins. In the New Orleans matchup. We'll put Wiggins in, and we have we got the money. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go Hardaway Jr. on this one too. I don't like him as much as I did on DraftKings. So I've got. 68.50 a player left, two spots to fill, both my small forward spots. See what we can do. See how we can dance a little bit. Okay, uh, let's get this guy. Let's bring him on over. Kelly Oubre Jr., you join the squad. And then, uh, who do I like here? Harrison Barnes, only 5,500. Mm, it's tough for me. I kind of want to play him. I think I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go in the Sacramento game on the Miami side of the ball. I'm going to go Josh Richardson, 6,600. So also I built, did a balance build here. Still got $400 left. Let's run it back. On FanDuel, we go with Tyler Johnson, Chris Dunn, Andrew Wiggins, Tim Hardaway Jr., Kelly Oubre Jr., Josh Richardson, Blake Griffin, Larry Markinen, and Brooke Lopez. So at least $400 left. Um, and that's a way to go. Let's put that in the lineup as well. Put that into some uh, tournaments as well. Let's get that going for us. So um, that's about it. That's about all I have for this podcast. Um, you know, eight games. So a lot of different ways you can go. 
Uh, still some news and notes, obviously, to be had before he can really build. Um, remember kind of some of the things we talked about last week with, um, you know, bottom building and trying to you know, look uh, deeper and in, into each position and finding a player that you like that's a little bit lower price and then going from there. Um, that's always a, a good, solid way to build as well. Did a little bit different here today, but uh, it's a way that, um, you can differentiate by doing that kind of bottom build approach and uh, going from the bottom bottom up there. So don't mind that approach as well. Again, uh, thank you for listening. If you have questions, please get at me uh, on Twitter. I'm at Spartanzilla. And then uh, same in the Slack. Um, if you, you um, have any comments or feedback uh, about uh, the podcast, also just uh, get at me pretty communicative like to talk to people uh love putting this content out for you guys and again uh patreon.com slash lineup logic uh to join and become a patron and uh get involved with uh the great community that is lineup logic so uh bid you all adieu and a very profitable friday night in the national basketball association take it easy guys once again, for all it is and worse, planning where I stand, same pants, different shirt. Once again, for all it is and worse, planning where I stand, same pants, different shirt. Once again, for all it is and worse, planning where I stand, same pants, different shirt. Once again, for all it is and worse. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.